the five most asked questions since I went to the electric vehicle life in my new Tesla from my radio listeners. On this episode of Tales of a Tesla in Tampa, what's going on, everybody? It's Gino from Q105. If you're not one of my radio listeners, hi. Yeah, I'm just a guy who's on the radio here in Tampa. And a couple months ago, bought my first electric vehicle. So far, loving it. Now I'm in my third month. Uh, well, no, I'm still a month, too. I bought it on the 31st. Today is the 30th. So uh, almost there, my two-month anniversary. Uh, picking up my Tesla Model 3 at the St. Petersburg Tesla store. Uh, I've loved it from day one. Um, there have been frustrating days. You've heard my story about rocks flying at my car on the Howard Franklin. But then there have been the stories of like that time I had to come back from the Orlando airport. It was humid and raining and traffic was a nightmare because all the tourists weren't at Disney World because it was raining. And my car just drove me back the whole way for me. So I didn't even have to worry about it. Of course, I supervised. If anybody from Tesla is listening, I had my hand on the wheel. I was ready to take over. But God, I love the self-driving feature. I've got about a month of it left before my trial runs out. And initially, I said, there's no way I'm going to pay $12,000 for the self-driving feature. But I don't know. I might. <laughs> no, I don't know. That's, that's a lot of money. I just wish it came with the car, but I understand why it doesn't. For those of you who are unaware, when you buy a new Tesla, if you use one of those promotional codes, like the one I have on my blog, you get like free supercharging, but you also get three months of self-driving for free. After that, you got to pay for it. Either buy a month, which I think is like 200 bucks a month, or you can buy the $12,000 for life version of the plan. I don't think I'm going to do it. I mean, there are enough, there's enough self-driving capability with the Tesla uh, that's free. Uh, but to have the full self-driving situation where it changes lanes for you and uh, acknowledges stop signs and red lights and does everything for you, yeah, that costs more. Anyway, uh, those aren't the questions you really had for me. That's just my stuff. Uh, today, we're going to tackle five questions from listeners to my radio show, uh, from social media, and those who've actually called the show and talked to me about the new Tesla. Uh, and, and I'm going to answer each one of them today. The first one is the most asked question. It's not from any one specific person. It's the, just the one I get constantly. And it's always everything always comes back to one thing, money. Everyone's asking, how much does it cost to fill up at a Wawa? Uh, have you saved any money? What's your electric bill like? Uh, is it really worth it? You know, it's like, is, is it, you know, the longest for the longest time, electric cars were so much more expensive than gas cars. And now that that gap is very minimal, and sometimes I think you could find that owning an electric vehicle is going to cost you less money over time uh, than a gas-powered car. Um, you know, where do I stand with the whole money situation, the whole thing? I'm a unique situation with my Tesla. I don't have a way to charge at home. If my buying the Tesla was all about saving money, it would have been done, you know, because I have a home charger. Because if you charge your vehicle at home, you pay a lot less than what I pay uh, when I go to these superchargers. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, I don't have a charging availability here at my place. Uh, I have to take it to the, one of the Wawa's or plug into a public outlet. Um, it hasn't been a problem. Uh, it's, you know, it's something I do once or twice a week. It gives me like 10 or 15 minutes to chill out, have a coffee, have a sub. I love the Italian sub at Wawa. Um, really hasn't been a thing. It's turned out to be a thing that I actually enjoy doing. I thought it'd be my biggest pet peeve about owning a Tesla was having to stop for 15 minutes, you know, to charge up as opposed to pumping gas for three or four minutes. 
it's turned out to be something I really like. It forces you to just have some chill out time, some relaxed time. And yeah, you can check your emails and you know, go through social media or what have you. It's how I came up with the idea of doing this podcast was when I was just relaxing, you know, while the car was charging. So anyway, I'm a bad guy to ask in terms of the money situation. How much does it cost me? Well, here's the thing. Um, my buddy from New Jersey who came down to visit me also bought a Tesla after seeing mine and hanging out in mine for two or three days. He had the same reaction I did. You know, when I was in Las Vegas, my buddy rented a Tesla at this concert festival I went to. And about a week later, when I got back to Florida, I owned a Tesla. I had to have one. I loved it. My buddy in uh, New Jersey was the same way. He came down to Miami for the weekend. So I went down to hang out with him. He was in the car for two days. He went back to New Jersey and he bought one. Uh, this is what happens with a Tesla thing. Everybody has all these preconceived notions of what a Tesla is. You know, they see the stupid news stories like of a car fire, like, oh, yes, Tesla's constantly are catching on fire all the time. You see it all. No, you don't. It's TV making you scared. It's what TV does. TV news makes their living by scaring you, whether it's the cable TV channels that try to make you scared about politics or the local TV news, you know, trying to tell you how Uber is so terrible. Remember when Uber became a thing? All you would hear about is if there was a bad Uber experience, like, you know, like somebody attacked an Uber driver or whatever. You never hear about how Uber has stopped drunk driving, you know, on a pretty big scale or anything like that. TV news, this is what they do, man. They have to focus on the negative. Otherwise, it's not really their fault. You'll stop watching. They, they see it in research time and time again. If they don't scare you, if they don't make you feel like, you know, you're indebted to them to find out all of what's really going on, then you won't watch. And they can't sell ads. It's how TV works. They try to scare you, whether it's the so-called news channels on cable television uh, that spin the news the way you want to hear it so it matches your political views, or if it's the local TV news that tries to scare you about these car fires on Teslas. Oh, my God, they couldn't put it out. Yeah, when's the last time you saw one? Exactly. So anyway, I'm getting off track. Where was I here? Okay, talking about the money of the situation. So anyway, my buddy in New Jersey, since he bought a Tesla, uh, I got, he used my referral link, which I ask you to use. If you end up buying a Tesla, please just use my link on my, uh, blog. Uh, it will not cost you anymore. In fact, it'll get you free supercharging. It'll get you that free three months of the trial of the self-driving feature. And I'll also get some free charging out of it. Um, I don't put any ads on this podcast. I don't know if Podbean does, and I don't put any ads on my blog. I don't know if WordPress does, but I don't put any ads on here. I just ask you if you're enjoying this podcast, if you found it useful, the information I'm going to bring to you over the next uh, few years while I do this, great. Just please use that referral link on my uh, blog, uh, talesofatesla.wordpress.com. You'll find the uh, referral link there. But anyway, since my buddy in New Jersey bought a car and used my link, I really haven't had to pay for charging, So I, or essentially what gas would cost me. Uh, I've got, uh, I think it's like 4,000 free miles before I'm going to be have to pay for my own charging. So uh, I really can't answer the money question much. I will tell you that what I hear from people charging at a Wawa here in the Tampa area from like zero to 100, which no one does because you don't pull into Wawa with 0%, just like you wouldn't pull into Wawa on empty with a gas car. Uh, you'll generally want to keep it to at least 20% before you really start to, you know, panic about getting low on charge. But, you know, like to go from 20 to 80%, I would guess probably cost about 10 or $15. That's just a guess. But I know they charge it by kilowatt hour, which isn't going to mean much to you until you're an electronic vehicle driver. It's still new to me, so I'm not even sure myself. But the, my best guess is to get do a quote-unquote fill-up at Wawa costs about 10 to $15 if you're low on charge. 
So the cost, yeah, obviously you're going to pay a lot less money with an electric vehicle. Uh, you may pay more at the uh, at the upfront price when you're buying the car. I think a comparable vehicle to my Tesla with a gas engine would probably cost maybe five or ten thousand dollars less. I don't know. I got a really good deal. I got it for under forty thousand dollars, which to me I think is insanely you know an insanely good price. If you get your car in the next forty eight hours, you can get one for twenty seven five after the government rebate. That ends by the way January first. Um, so anyway. Long-winded answer to the money question. I'm a bad guy to ask. After I've owned this thing for a while, I'll let you know. Question or point two from Michael Sorrell. How long before it catches on fire? Oh, my God. Here we go again. I've already done this rant. Listen, car fires, whether you drive an electric vehicle or a gasoline-powered vehicle, car fires are bad. Okay? Okay. Does it happen often? No. Has your vehicle caught fire? Probably not. Have you seen a car fire? Probably at one point. Was it a Tesla? Probably not. But, again, TV news loves to scare you because they know you'll eat it up. And if there is a car fire with a Tesla, oh, better believe that's the headline news. But if a Tesla helps you avoid an accident with a self-driving feature and it corrects you because you lost your attention for a second, or if a Tesla saves a family $300 in gas, does that make the news? No, it's not a sexy headline. So yes, my car has never caught on fire. And if it does, I'll probably have plenty of time to get out of it. So thank you, Michael, and everybody else who's brought up the car fire thing as if it's something that happens all the time. All right, David Rorich, how do you fit in a Tesla? <laughs> I am six foot four. I'm a big boy. Um, I fit in it great. Uh, and I have the smallest Tesla that you can get, the Model 3. Uh, I almost bought the Model Y thinking I would need the extra space. It's more of like a, I call it more of a soccer mom design. Um, I like the Tesla Model 3. It's sportier. It's cooler. It's got the race car feel to it. Um, and I fit in it fine. I've got like six inches of headroom. Here's the thing about a Tesla you don't think about if you drive gas cars. You know, with a gas car, you got all this stuff under your car, all these levers and gears and what have you. The Tesla is a computer with a battery and wheels. That's pretty much all they are. Uh, so there are a lot less moving parts, which is why they require so much less maintenance. But it also gives you a lot more real estate within the car. Uh, if you've never seen one of these, when you lift the front hood on a Tesla, you don't see an engine and all this other stuff. You see storage space, and that freaks people out. It freaked me out when I first saw it. Tesla people call it the frunk, the front trunk, frunk. So um, I have plenty of space. Uh, I actually, I'll try to do a video or photos of it because uh, you know people have seen the size of the car, and that's their first thought is like, how the hell do you fit in that thing? I fit in it great. I have just as much room as I had when I had a Camry. Uh, Bobby Joe Anthony, it's weird. The only time I ever got in one, I was so nauseated. I never get car sick, so I wasn't sure it was uh, the car or the person driving. Good question. I will tell you this, especially with the Model 3 that I have, you do feel a lot more of the bumps and the curves and the turns. I noticed it much more as a passenger. As a driver, I never notice it. But when I was riding in my Tesla in Las Vegas that my buddy rented, I definitely noticed like the feelings of like a little bit of car sick. It's something I either I've gone used to, or I just don't notice it because I'm driving. I think it's, I think it's a passenger thing. Uh, 
Um, I will say this, the new Model 3s that are coming out in 2024 here in the United States apparently have much, much smoother riding experience. Um, they're already available over in Europe, and I think in China they've been already been out, but uh, or maybe it's Japan. But um, the Tesla Model 3 that's coming out here in the United States uh, this year in 2024, well, next year in 2024, or apparently that's the big perk is that they drive a lot smoother. So if that's a factor, maybe the new one will, you know, be better for you. All right, one more. Uh, Brenda Cox. Oh, this is, yeah, I got this one. Brenda says, these will never come to Maine. They're everywhere. Look at the Tesla network of superchargers. They are all over the country. You can't drive anywhere in the United States and not have a Tesla supercharger nearby, even in Maine. And I showed it to her. I responded to this comment that she left, and I showed her the map of Maine and all of the chargers that are all over the state. I mean, listen, if you're in the middle of the woods and there's not a road for three uh, 300 miles, yeah, maybe you're not going to find one there. But I mean, in the civilized parts of Maine where they wear shoes and actually drive cars, <laughs> you'll be fine. Um, I rented an electric vehicle when I was up in Maine. I got up to, uh, I went up there for Christmas I, and I like to take my grandmother around to uh, do her shopping. She's 95 years old, still loves to get out and stay active. And, you know, I want to encourage her as much as I can to, to do that. And uh, the first rental car that I got when I got there was this big, uh, what's, that? what's the uh, brand name? Uh, not Volvo. I can't remember it, but it was a, it was a big giant, like kind of SUV kind of vibe to it. And she had to step up to get into it. Now the woman's 95 years old and had broken her hip a couple years ago. So we needed something smaller. So I went back to the uh, rental car facility and they had Teslas. I didn't know, but I guess they don't, you know, push those on you. Cause a lot of people don't like electric cars yet. Cause you're not familiar with them. It's just why I'm doing this podcast. So anyway, we got a, a Tesla, got to show my grandmother the kind of car I have here in Florida because we got the exact same mile, uh, model that I have here in Florida is the one I had up in uh, Portland when I was visiting up in Maine. And I uh, got to show her the self-driving feature. She was able to get in and out easily. Um, but uh, yeah, I had no problem uh, finding places to charge up. Uh, there, were, there were plenty in the Portland area. Plus, I could just charge it overnight in my grandmother's garage. You know, all you need is a standard electric plug. You don't need to have the installed uh, level two or level three chargers that you hear people talking about. You can, and it'll charge faster. But as long as you have an electrical outlet uh, somewhere near where you park, that's all you need. And that's what shocked me about Tesla's. I thought you had to have the specialized power supply uh, or something. So, yeah, uh, hopefully me answering these questions for you guys is going to make you little more knowledge on the whole Tesla thing. Cause you know, listen, three months ago, I knew none of this stuff. I, three months ago, owning an electric vehicle wasn't even in my thoughts. You know, I wanted to someday, but I didn't think that a, it would be cost effective. I thought they were way more expensive than they actually are. Like I said, next couple of days, you can get a Tesla model three for 27, five with a tax rebate. Um, I thought Tesla started in the $80,000, $90,000 range, which definitely would not have been in my budget. Um, And I also thought that I wasn't a candidate for an electric vehicle because I can't charge at home. Still can't, by the way, even with a standard charger. I don't have any place near my parking spot uh, that's that's anywhere near an electrical uh, outlet. But obviously, hasn't been a thing. Superchargers are everywhere. I go to Wawa once or twice a week, have a sub, charge up, done. Relax, chill, check my emails, read your comments about my little Tesla experiences here, and think about things I'll be talking about the next episode 
of Tales of a Tesla in Tampa.